Hey, before we jump into the episode, I just wanted to let you know that our course and coaching program called Youth Ministry Growth Accelerator now offers a three-month and six-month payment plan, which makes enrolling easier than ever. Just head over to growyouryouthministry.com and sign up today. And as an added bonus, if you join by Friday, May 17th, we're offering a free student leadership launch workshop, which will help you build and launch your student leadership team from the ground up. I can't wait to see you in the program so we can start accelerating the growth of your youth ministry today. All right, let's get into the episode. Having a great game idea is only half of the problem. How do you execute it to maximize the energy and have the most fun? That's what we're talking about today on the Ministry Coach Podcast. Hey, welcome to the Ministry Coach Podcast, where we bring you weekly tips and tactics to help you fast track the growth and health of your youth ministry. This podcast is the coach for the coach list. My name is Jeff Lascola. This is Kristen Lascola. And today, for those of you watching on YouTube, I am displaying, not so greatly, but our shirt that you can win because we're having a giveaway going on right now. So cute. Love it. For those of you listening on the podcast, make sure you subscribe, but I will also describe the shirt. It says, support your local donut shop, go to church. So we're running a giveaway right now. If you guys check out our episode on Upfront Games, it'll give you all the details. But make sure you listen to the end of this episode because we're going to announce our giveaway winner for this week. And this is not the last week. Next week is going to be the last week to enter. Okay. And that will be the seventh week in a row. We've given a, a shirt away and then we do our grand prize winner the day after that Whoa. on June 11th for $125 worth of stuff. So make sure you guys enter for that. Also stick around because we'll do the question of the day at the end of this episode as well. But for now, you guys are here because you want to know how to energize your games. Yeah, we've talked a lot about games lately, I yeah. feel like. <laughs> games it's are fun. Games, Everybody games, needs games, games. games. Everybody needs a game at least once a week. Yeah, probably twice a week. Right. Um, so I said at least once a week. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> I wanted to clarify, I guess. <laughs> so we all know we need games and we've given you a lot of games recently. And now we're going to talk about technique. Mm. We're going to talk about how to make your games the best that they can be and your overall game system, because you're going to be doing this for a long time, probably twice a week. So let's perfect the art of game execution because we all know, have you guys ever had the most awkward game moments like <laughs> where you think something's going to be awesome and you're excited and it just totally flops? Well, there's reasons why your games, even though it's a good game, may flop, mm. may be awkward, may be uncomfortable. And if you aren't a naturally energetic, gamey type, mm. this episode will probably be gamey, gamey <laughs> texture. It's a or little gamey. You smell bad. You're a little gamey. <laughs> so if you're not that type, this could be particularly helpful for you. Yeah. So number one, the right people make a game fun. Mm. So only play games with fun people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Raise your hand if you're boring. You're going to have to sit this one out. No, <laughs> they will self-select. But... <laughs> 
funny because it's true. It is true. We all have those kids. <laughs> don't force them to play. Right? I used to. Don't do it. <laughs> You'll do yourself and them a favor. Okay. So what I mean by that is obviously we can't say if you're fun or not, you know, you can only play this game if you're a fun person, but leaders are your secret weapon for the right people. Yeah. So leaders getting on board and excited and participating. If your leaders have gotten in the bad habit of kind of hanging in the back until it's small group time it's time to change the culture of your youth ministry. Leaders need to be present all the time. And you need to frame this to them by saying your small group starts the minute we start, right. probably even before during hangout time. Your The quality of your discussion is usually based off the quality of your, your relationships and your chemistry and your ability to be present with your students. The games are a perfect opportunity for that. So you might have some leaders that just flat out don't want to play dodgeball, but guess what? They can participate in so many ways. My leaders who aren't going to play the game, they help call like you're out or, oh, okay, Refing we need him. another person in or raise your hand if you want to be picked. You know, they are kind of the liaison between the MC and the teams. Mm -hmm. They're down in the trenches on the ground and building the excitement and the chemistry. They're getting kids to cheer and be excited. And if they're a rock star, then have them play. Another secret weapon for them is do a leader round. I've mentioned this before. Mm. If I'm running late on a game, I usually don't get to a leader round. But if I have enough time and all the kids who've wanted to play have gotten to play, then I'm like, leader round. And everyone goes crazy. They get so excited. It's leaders playing against leaders. It's just so entertaining. And the kids get excited. It's like, you know, when you were little and your dad would get in the pool or <laughs> your dad would start playing a game with you knew it was going to be fun. Right. It was like, when, or funny because they would do something yeah, true. ridiculously stupid, but it just got you more excited. Totally. If your dad was sitting back, just observing the kids, right. which we all love to do <laughs> as opposed to playing, it just created more excitement in you. And we all know that feeling. And then along the lines of leaders, having student leaders also participate my student leaders tend to be my popular kids. I don't know. There's maybe some correlation there. And you're not selecting them. They no. are selecting themselves. That kind of sounds. <laughs> Raise your hand if you're popular. If you're popular, I'll have you on my student <laughs> leadership team. <laughs> who are you? Get out of here, buddy. <laughs> no one knows who you are. No, they select themselves. Yeah, those are the, typically the types of kids who apply to be in my right. student leadership team. Check out our How to Launch a Student Leadership episode, Ooh. episode number whatever. Good plug. So have them play. If you have those core kids, those leadership kids, the popular kids who yeah. are just like not going to play. Their, it's like, no, you have got to play the game. And I'll go up to them and I'll whisper in their ear. I'm like, you play this game right now. <laughs> and they like, look at me. I'm like, you guys, come on. Like you need to set a good example. I want you front and center. I want you having a good time. And that's perfectly okay to hold them accountable to like, you are an energy factory and I need you to do it. Dance monkey dance. Right. <laughs> so yeah, it's kind of along the same lines as watching a leader participate gets you excited or well, watching a peer who you respect and think is cool. It's like, oh, they think this is yeah. cool. Like, 
all right, I guess it is. And they can convince you. And the point is we're not trying to manipulate anyone to anything weird. We just know kids will have fun when they play games and their walls will come down. So we want to push them toward confidence to be able to do that. And that catches fire. Like that breeds amongst them when, when it's, uh, it's like if you were to say, Hey, let's go, let's go rock climbing. Oh, it's so awesome. And someone's like, yeah, okay. You're just like, well, now I don't want to go. Right. It just kind of just brings you down. But when someone's like, oh my gosh, that's a great idea. You're like fully in and they're in. Now it's even more exciting. Yeah. 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 It's really fun when that happens. And you can, yeah, push them that way. And you're training them how to be leaders. So that's what leaders do. Leaders participate. Okay. All right. (laughs) Number two, this, I'm, I go through seasons of being really good at this and really bad at this, but keep game logs. So Mm. meaning record every game you play on your weekends and your midweek program and keep some notes to go along with it. I wish I could read some of my game logs to you because they're (laughs) notes that are meant for me, but... um, Do not use tilapia in (laughs) ultimate, whatever it's called. Don't catch a tilapia with bare hands. So not only is it good to know what games you've played, because sometimes I go back and look at those logs. I'm like, oh, I forgot about that game. That's an awesome game. Or um, it keeps me accountable to varying the type of game I'm playing. Mm. So you don't want to play 100% all run around physical games. You don't want to play all stage games. You don't want to play all trivia games. You don't, you know what I mean? You want to be able to vary and hit every kind of kid. Some kids would be happy playing dodgeball or scatterball every single night. And then you literally would be hitting every kid. Well, I'm editing that in. (laughs) Nerd. (laughs) But there's also the kids that really like the more like up in front type of game. And so just make sure you're not playing just one specific type of game. And it's funny how you think like, oh, we haven't played a run around game in forever. But if you check your game logs, you're like, oh, that was only two weeks ago, right. you know? So keep record. And then what I do is I write little notes to myself in there. Like this game sucked. Don't ever play it again. Again, <laughs> I, I looked at my game logs the other day and it was like too violent. Don't play anymore. <laughs> it was this game where it was called I, like chicken fight or something, but it wasn't the one where you put them on your shoulders in the right. pool. It was like I had made a ring and the kids had to like be Check on each other. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like they were on one leg and they had to get the other kids out of the circle. <laughs> <laughs> and it got really, really violent. Too violent. <laughs> but you know what? When we play musical chairs, they're violent. Yeah. So I don't know. Kids are violent. They want to win. So I keep notes like that so I know. Or this would have been fun with bigger teams. Or this would have been fun if we had, you know, a larger space to play. So it helps me know for next time how to make it even better. Because usually by the time I come back around to that game, I'm like, was this fun? I don't know. I can't remember. If you don't leave notes, you can't remember that stuff. Right. And then if you start to whittle it down to your top 20 games Mm. or whatever, then you could save yourself a lot of time and you could just put those 20 games, plug them in to calendar dates and get a rotation going and you know you'll always have a winner. Mm -hmm. And then once in a while when you're feeling like you have extra time, try a new one, you know, but it could save you time if you really whittle it down to the best of the best. 
So that's number two, your game logs. Number three, don't forget some games are good, but they're played at the wrong time. So meaning there are certain games that work for me on weekends that Mm. will not work for me midweek. And there's certain midweek games that work great, but they're not a Sunday kind of game. So maybe if you have a game that you were excited about that didn't go super well, think about adjusting where you're playing it. Mm. Maybe it's meant for a smaller group on a Sunday, a larger group on your midweek. Maybe it's meant for your student leadership retreat because it's meant to be more of like a small group, intimate setting. You know, there's games that are really good. You just have to plug them into the right context. Mm. So not a whole lot to say other than that on number three. But it's a good idea because like you're saying, it, it might work well for a different group. And that could be just, we've all had that happen where there's a midweek or a Sunday. It's like, well, I was expecting X amount of students and we have like a third of that. Right. And the game I had planned is not going to work. I know. So you kind of go back to that game log or just like maybe even a backup game or something. It's like, oh, this one will work and know we can plug it in and, and play it. Right. Because that would just, if you're having to force like, we're going to play ultimate, you know, Frisbee and there's four of you here. I know. Like, so you have to have lame. some games in, and that's why the no prep games episode is really Ooh, good. Another plug. Because then you have those in your back pocket. Yeah. I've looked at my intern before and we've looked at our crowd and it and it was a big crowd, but they were all super quiet introverts. We're like, they're not going to play this game. <laughs> they're no. not going to chicken fight. They're not, they're gonna not gonna violent enough. Fight. You know, and you want to know what was so weird this past weekend my intern planned the game. We played psychiatrists. I don't know if you've ever played before. <laughs> Too twisted. Too evil. I don't know what that game Too is. Too real. I won't explain it right now. But the point I wanted to make <laughs> is first service, awkward vibes the whole time. Mm. I was like cringing. I'm like, this is so weird. There, like one kid audibly said, this is boring. I was like, <laughs> gulp. Second service, we were dying laughing. We were having so much fun. We were like filming it because there was like the funniest stuff That's happening. Crazy. And it was the same morning. It was roughly the same number of kids. Mm-hmm. First service, the vibe was not into it. I don't know if they were, it was too early or something. <laughs> Second service was like ready. 9, 9 a.m. is pretty early to get up. <laughs> it is. It is. Well, they like didn't want to stop playing. They kept raising their hand like, no, one more round. Second one service. More round. Second service. Yeah. And we're like, no, we got to go. You know, we have to start worship. <laughs> I, I can't explain it. It's <laughs> just there's certain games that are awesome but you may have tried it with the wrong group. And you'll know your crowd. You'll know what works and what doesn't. Usually, yeah. especially if you don't if you only have one service and you know who's going to be there, you kind of know your your, yeah. your flock. Your flock of game people. Okay. <laughs> Just your flock. <laughs> Number 4. Bum 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 bum. Music. Yeah, good job. <laughs> <laughs> I got that one. You gotta watch us on YouTube so you can see Jeff's dance. <laughs> I've been I've been working in the air maracas. <laughs> Every time I dance, I like snap, snap mom, and he goes, "Mom dance." A I'm mom like, dance. Get out of here! He's like, "Kristen, if you clap or snap <laughs> while you're dancing, you've got kids. Guaranteed, you've got kids. Hey, I'm cool. <laughs> I'm a cool mom. I'm a cool mom, not a regular mom." <laughs> I'm not cool. All right, music. <laughs> so 
I love music with my games. Theme it if you can. Mm -hmm. Do the best you can. Some, it's like home run, very clear connection between the music and the game. Such as we play Poop Deck, which is a youth group classic. Yo ho, yo ho, the pirate's life for me, of course, is playing the entire time. We play another game called Spoon Ninja. I like to pull out a little Mortal Kombat Mm. or Kung Fu fighting during that one. So those are obviously very clear connections, and they just add to the thematics of it, which is theatrics. Thematics. I like thematics. I don't know if it's a word, but that sounds cool. Okay. Thank you, Jeff. That's the nicest well, thing you've said. Positive affirmation. <laughs> but sometimes you have to just find something that goes with it. So like right. we played Trivia Crack the other day and the sound booth had like this really like dun 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 dun, dun. Like it was like thinking Intense music. Thinking music. Yeah. And so see what you can do. Think of your game build a soundtrack around that. If right. you're playing multiple rounds of things, change it up per round, like have a little soundtrack for a few different songs and each round of dodgeball, you could do a different, um, song. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> What's that word? <laughs> song. What we're talking about. The other thing is make sure you listen to them ahead of time. Cause haven't you ever thought like, Oh, this song would be perfect for this game. And then you play it, you're like, oh, that's right. There's like a two and a half minute boring intro Intro. before it actually gets to the good part. Okay, that's actually a good point because... Of course it's a good point. I said it. Come on now. Come on now. Whoa. (laughs) We're so confident today. Now I'm talking... Not after you posted that pear-shaped loser picture. You looked really good. I don't know what you're talking about. You're being hypercritical of yourself. It's true. You're body shaming yourself. I am body shaming myself. That's one of those I need to work out pictures. Oh, that's gonna, stop. gonna post it on the fridge. You look beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. So what was the point that I made that you, you said, said was great? Like if oh, you listen pick to them ahead a song, yeah, say there's a really long intro. Okay. So use songs like the volume should not be consistently one level the whole time. Oh, okay. So when you're explaining the game, you obviously have it quiet. And in between rounds, you have it quiet. So say you're going to start a new round. You're like, five, four, three, two, one. They should push play. But if you push play and it's a super long intro, mm. you just lost all your momentum. Right. So it needs to come in on a come in on a part that at least is exciting. So this so, sound booth has got to be really... On it. On it. Yeah. <laughs> so here's what your sound booth needs to know. Or whoever is playing music. Right. Whoever has their phone. Right. It's fine. (laughs) I was like, whoever has the phone. It doesn't matter. We just, as long as we have sound. When you're explaining the game, quiet. But when you announce the game, loud song Mm -hmm. goes on. So, for example, we'll say, Are you guys ready to play a game tonight? Yeah. All right. Tonight we're playing. And then I point to the screen. Predator, and then it's like da, 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 da. I don't know what song that is. <laughs> I couldn't think of a song off the top of my head. But like as we announce, then the crescendo music. Yeah. All right, I need it quiet because I'm gonna explain how to play. Goes quiet, and then all right, are you guys ready to play? All right, round number one. Here we go. Three, two, one. Mm-hmm. Different song. Music comes up. Ra- the round ends. The music goes down. People adjust or whatever. 
three, two, one, music goes back up. So it needs to like it's quite the production. It is. So you're wanting the energy to yeah. be to follow what you're doing. Cause if you're just if it's quiet, it's going to be awkward silence. But also if it's music the whole time, then you're not telling them this is a time to be excited. This is a time to right. listen. This is a time to be excited. And it really does. We have something we do call the impossible shot. I think I've talked about it before. And that one is we play the same song every single week. That's um, jump around by house of pain. So mm-hmm. If you have something like that, like a consistent thing you do every week, you might want to think about branding it with a song. Like every time you announce or do announcements, you have like an intro song or I don't know, just some, something about like the familiarity of like branding for certain things, or you could have your game time song, you Mm. know, it's game time. It's game time. (laughs) I hope that's what you choose. (laughs) feel free to use that clip. It's game time. It's game time. Everyone, it's game time. All right. Number five, lights. Here's what we do. So just like worship, people get a little more loosey-goosey when it's dark. (laughs) What? (laughs) Like people get more confident in the dark. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. So, so for worship, it would be like, I'm, I feel more comfortable raising my exactly. hands for a game, I feel chicken more... fighting. I'm more <laughs> inclined to kick someone in the head. And deny it <laughs> because nobody saw. Now, I'm not saying playing it in the dark because yeah. it'll be too hard because no one can see. But if you could do some ambient lighting, turn down the fluorescence and have some cool lights around, colored lights or something like that. For example, we play a game called The Purge. And during that game, we turn on only our red lights. Mm. And so it's like this really creepy feeling. And that's the whole point. We're trying to theme the game out. So the red lights come on, the bright lights go off. So if you don't have production like that, you could get a few colored lights. Mm. They're not expensive. You could put them on the floor around the room or um, you could, you know, mount them if you own your room and you're Mm -hmm. able to do stuff like that. You can mount them on the ceiling and turn them on during your games. But there's just something like about playing a run around game and just bright, bright lights. I don't know. It just feels like we're at Awana's and we're five years old or something. So if possible, some of you might be listening going like, that seems like overkill. Like I don't have the resources or the people to pull that off. And that's okay. That's, it doesn't mean like, well, your games are going to suck. It just means, <laughs> Hey, is this an option that you can do? And something you've never thought of, if you already have stage lights or something like that to make the room feel kind of cool, then go for it. If not, you don't no even do deal. that on a Sunday though, right? This is talking, you're just talking about midweek. You do that. Well, actually on Sunday. Yes, you're right. I usually leave the lights on in the room, but sometimes we play games and I just turn my market lights on okay. and I turn the fluorescence off just to make it, I don't know, it just has a more exciting feel. Yeah. And then sometimes when the round's over, I turn the lights on, you know, and then the round starts and the lights go off. It's just kind of, I don't know. It's a signal, a mental cue to the game is beginning. Yeah. And it's, it's more fun. I think what you said though is, is important because yeah, there's probably a lot of people listening that's like, I'm not, I don't have the resources, you yeah. know, to do a lot of that stuff, but I think it's just, 
uh, a goal and maybe for next year's budget or even for like the music thing. I think that's very doable if you have a dedicated leader like, hey, you're going to be doing this. Yeah. Or this even week. a student who or doesn't student. like playing games, put them in charge of the sound and, and after a while they'll of, get it. Exactly. Getting 1% better every week, you know, right. it adds up and just focusing on one thing and adding that to your, your mix. And then, and then all of a sudden, eight weeks down the road, you've got that dialed in and then start focusing on something else. And I think that's, these are all just like the ultimate checklist of things to do. If you can't work on one thing at a time. Or it might spark your imagination and creativity. Like, whoa, I can't do that exactly like they said, but I wonder Mm -hmm. with what we have, if we could do this, right? you know, and that's usually, to be honest, what I get out of podcasts. Totally. I very rarely am like, "Uh uh-huh, I'm going to do it exactly the way you said it. (laughs) It's just more like I'll be listening and then I'll be like, oh, that made me think of something I want to do that I've been meaning to do or that I think I could do. So anyways, that's lights. And then. Number six, prizes. Okay, I saw the funniest meme the other day, and it was, it said, nobody, and obviously it was blank, and then it said, youth group games, and it's this guy, like, in a lobster tank or something, (laughs) and it said, oh, by the way, there's no prize, (laughs) and I was laughing so hard, because I'm like, yeah, we asked these kids to do, like, the craziest things, we're like, all right, let's get ready for worship, it's like, what, you know, so I love creating more of a mission by Mm. giving prizes for the game, so what does everyone love? Money. Oh, candy. We do love money too. But (laughs) candy is the currency of the junior hire. That is a quote. You have to give me credit if you use it. So (laughs) you can just give them candy. You can give them chips. You can give them a mini soda. Like if it's a whole team that wins, obviously you want to give them little little candies. But if they are... Only a few winners, you could do something bigger like a bottle of soda or chips or something. So we've talked about that in episodes past, but I just wanted to hit at home that it will make your games more fun if they know they're getting a prize. Number seven, make a graphic for your game. Mm -hmm. So instead of just telling them we're playing Chairs of Death, I don't know what that is. I just made it up. But (laughs) Too violent. Too violent. That said it in the notes. Put up a graphic. It doesn't have to be fancy schmancy, just a picture and some words that make like, hey, this is the game we're playing. If you have Canva, you're basically already a professional because they make it so easy. Yep. Good point. And then lastly, number eight, you can film the games and edit them for a recap the following week. That is something I don't do every week, usually just like at my big events, but it's really fun and really hype to show this Mm. is what we did last week and reliving it always brings like a sense of excitement and nostalgia and all of that. And the kids love seeing themselves. Yeah, and it gets people more excited to participate the next time because Mm. it always looks more fun in hindsight, either, you know, like that feeling of, FOMO. Yeah, a little bit. Or film it and put it on your social media account, but make sure you're capturing the fun and displaying that. That'll make your games go next level. That's all I have. That's all eight. That's a lot. And again, work on one thing 
See if you can make it a little bit better, 1% better every week, and then move on to the next thing. I like that. Next thing we have is the question of the day. The question of the day is, what is the most random gift you've ever been given? Christmas, birthday, party, whatever. I think it was my birthday, and one of my best friends, Nasha. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just say her name because <laughs> um, she'll think it's funny. But she got me a soap dispenser, and okay. I was confused. I said, "You stink." I said, "You're gamey." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Really? Thanks." She goes. No, like you were saying you wanted to like redecorate your bathroom. I was like, <laughs> okay. It was really cute, but it was. Naisha, did you re-gift? Maybe. I think you maybe did. Naish, tell the truth. All right, what was yours? Mine, I'll have to go back to when I was in first grade and we did like a class, like a uh, Christmas party thing. And you know, you draw, draw like the Secret Santa or yeah. whatever. I don't remember exactly who it was that gave it to me, but they gave a ruler with a pencil sharpener built into it. Hmm. And I thought, why is that to be so school-y? Like, we're here. <laughs> like, I just feel like it was just two things that were right. just like, yeah, they're both It's like in related. Friends where Joey gets his girlfriend a pen that's also a clock. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> you're writing and then you want to know what time it is. I was going to draw a line with this ruler and, oh, my pen's, oh, thank goodness I have a sharpener. <laughs> I don't know. It just seemed like, wow, that was kind of lame. Kind of lame. Who's the winner? So the winner for this week's giveaway for a free shirt is Erica Abarca. Erica, you did it. Congratulations, Erica. So make sure you guys sign up for our free giveaway. You have one more week to win this shirt, and then you're also automatically, whether you've won in the past or not, entered into the grand prize and you have the potential to win $125 worth of free stuff. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying lots of words. I have words coming out of my mouth. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for watching and listening and we will see see you you next next time. time.